Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The journey is is the reward, right? It's not the thing at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and it took, and I, if you told me that when I started TCA, I was like 22 years old, like I would have just laughed at you and I've said this ridiculous. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Manzilla podcast. Thank you for being with us today. This is the podcast all about status, self-esteem and identity issues for all guys out there. We all have issues that we're dealing with, don't we, us guys? We are complicated people. It's a tough time, in my opinion, to be a guy. The lines are blurred, society's expectations of us. It's a big burden at times and mental well-being is also really so, so acute, isn't it? This is the show all about being positive, that voice in your ear that tells you it's going to be all okay, the reassuring voice that's going to help you on whatever journey you you are on. I am Gavin. Thank you very much for being with us today. I'm on my lonesome today, but I tell you what, I've got a fab guest in the studio. I'll introduce him in a moment, but I want to tell you all, if you can, to subscribe. Please do subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. Just type in the Manzilla podcast and hit the subscribe button. And also, it would be great if you could follow us on all social media platforms at Manzilla Online, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, wherever you can find Manzilla on any social platforms. Type that in and follow us. Right, on to today's guest then. He is a young entrepreneur who has built a business in the sports industry from the ground up. Now, that is no mean feat. It's a very, very competitive field. And we've got Frankie Thorogood in the studio today. Frankie, thank you very much for coming on. How are you doing, man? Hey, mate. Yeah, very good, thank you. And thanks for having me. Uh, The founder of TCA Clothing, which is uh, an athleisure brand. Um, I went to your launch party um, back into 2019 and I thought that I really thought that your um, energy and your like your dynamism and the people you had working with you uh, was just fantastic. So, just a bit about yourself and TCA. You know, how did you? Because I, I want to. This show is all about you know fighting spirit, fighting mentality. How you kind of you know build yourself up from a position um, of you know essentially nothing, or or you want to start a business from nothing and you want to start a business from scratch, or you want to do something in your life that where you're not necessarily sure how you're going to go about it. And I think from you know from a fighting mentality and fighting spirit perspective, I think you're a great example of that because you know you're you're only 30 and you've got a business and you've been in the industry uh, a while and you've started TCA from. From you know, effectively a hundred pounds is that is that right? Is that what I read? Yes, that's correct. correct. The okay. first investment was a was a hundred pounds of my own pocket money that had been saved. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. A hundred quid. And so how did that hundred pound manifest itself into this athleisure brand that we've got now? So um, it's an interesting question because a lot of people that like, to me starting with a hundred pounds and building building that up is not 
um, something unusual or special. For me, that was the only way I ever thought of doing this. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted to be um, my own boss or I wanted to run my own business. Yeah. And that's been my dream since I was a child. Yeah. Um, and it was just a, basically a matter of time until I came up with an idea that I was happy to to start doing and start scaling. And actually, as you can tell by just starting with 100 pounds, I didn't really think ahead too far on it. I thought, I actually thought, um, and I've got a piece of paper with this written down somewhere. I invest 100 pounds in products. Um, I sell them and I make 300 pounds and then I'll just go and buy myself something that I want. So like 300 pounds is a lot of money. I can go, at that time you could buy a new phone for that money or something like that. That was my only dream really with that 100 quid. Um, so that's what I ever tried to do was put that 100 quid and turn it into 300. And obviously once I got the 300, I thought, well, I could probably do that same thing I just did again and turn that 300 into maybe 500. And maybe the five can turn into 1,000. And that's it. That's all I did over and over and over again until we got to where we are today, which is in the in the millions. Um, nice. Yeah, and, and that's, for me, that was the only way I ever considered doing it. And I know that that's not the way a lot of people do it. They will, um, they will plan a bit bigger at the start. Um, they will invest a lot more money up front and potentially not their own as well. And that, I don't think that's wrong either. I think there's many ways to do it, but this was just the way I did it. And that's, that was more was my natural approach and the business has been profitable since day one as well nice man that's brilliant so frankie what is tca and why do you think it was needed then why did you start the company um well i got started by spotting an opportunity in the market and as you do and i just started small scale um and we built from there um actually i was the first one to be selling football snoods Oh, um, right, really? Yeah, which was like a fad, obviously, yeah. back in the day. And, I remember um, Samir Nasri used to love him, didn't he? Nasri, Tevez, Balotelli were yeah. the key, key yeah. guys for that trend. So actually, I was the first one in England to sell those. Yeah. So that's how the whole thing got started. That was the spark. And we don't do those anymore, and the company's completely different. But that's how I got I got my start, basically. Um, and, um, you know, now we're at, uh, we've um, sold to over a hun- uh, million customers since then. Um, and we're doing about um, 250,000 customers a year now. And growing so that's something that we're very proud of and it's all grown from snoods um and i think like the key for tca and like what is special about us and what i thought was necessary was um i always felt like um i wanted to create the best products that i could um and but i didn't want to be like everybody else i didn't want to just create uh, a great product and i didn't want to just create a me too cheap product i actually thought well why can't i do both um so all the hard work I put into the early days of the business and starting it was how can I, you know, put the groundwork in to find the best products, which is, as I learned, like about finding the best fabrics um, because a piece of sportswear is basically as good as the fabric is, is a key key part of it. And then um, finding good fabrics is very hard, um, but also keeping the price low. So I wanted the best of both worlds, basically. And that's kind of what TCA is formed into. It's like, how can we make elite, professional athlete quality products which they can wear and swear by um, and actually keep them accessible to normal people um, and I feel like that's always been what I've been trying to do although I never wrote it down never thought about it explicitly that's kind of um, always been the way I've operated the company and you use a lot of um, boxers and martial arts related people in your branding you know Isaac Chamberlain's been uh, someone you somebody that you do use Sahal Ahmed and these guys are you know they've got profiles and they are part and parcel of what you're all about right and is that something to do with contacts uh, combat sports you know is that something that you sort of see in mm. 
in the way that you want TCA to sort of go? Is that kind of something you're into? Well, the, f- the funny thing is that that's a relatively new thing for the brand. Yeah. Um, the, the story of how we um, came to work with Isaac, um, Nathaniel, Sahail, and, and all the other athletes that we now work with is quite interesting because we, we, I'd never, and I think we're going to talk about this a bit later on about how um, running a business and um, marketing a business and stuff like that, but I've never um, gone out there really to push my uh, brand. I've never go, gone to talk about talk myself up too much. I've always felt like, let me deliver the products and let me do the right things well and the customers will come to me and, and everything will be fine. And that is true. That's all that's been the case. So we never actually paid people to wear our clothes, which again, sounds like a strange concept um, because that's how every other brand seems to be doing it. Yeah. Um, I don't believe in doing what everybody else does. I think that's the worst thing you could ever do. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I just kept it pretty simple, made the best products and we tried to do them at very accessible prices. Um, and I thought things would be fine from there, and they were. And then what happened in, in um, early 2018 was we got a message on Instagram uh, from Isaac. And, and he said, hi, my name's Isaac. I'm a professional boxer. I'm quite good. Like, I'm quite, like a hot <laughs> prospect. Um, and I'm a big TCA customer and a big fan. Um, I've been buying all your stuff now for years. Can we please work together? And I checked. I, I didn't even know anything about boxing at the time. So we checked him out. We like, yeah, that's correct. He is he is a really good professional boxer. Um, and then we looked on our order history, and yeah, we could see all his orders. And then we looked on his Instagram, we could see him wearing our stuff. So the whole thing was true, and it was amazing. And it was like, wow, this guy's picked us up. He's paying us to wear our products, um, you know. And he's an elite level athlete, right? So that was how that came about. Um, nice. So we were like, yeah, we would love to to get to know you better and see if we can work together. Um, and ultimately, we did, and that. Um, was how the brand and me personally started to get into the combat sports, yeah. um, which has actually like turned out now and two years down the line to be a very comfortable place for the brands and somewhere that I'm very comfortable and that I feel like really suits us. So it's funny how these things happen because I'd never watched boxing before my life um, or, or UFC or MMA. Um, and ever since that happened, I'm a huge fan. I did my own white collar boxing match. Oh, did you? um yeah and and now i'm probably into it so and and i think it really suits the brand and the brand values but it took us a while to actually put two and two together yeah so you know we're talking about how things pivot and change with time and you have to be evolving yeah and that's been one of the most successful evolutions i think in the brand in the last two years what does it stand for again tca so i actually hate this question (laughs) (laughs) just because of two reasons the first one is the answer is for a good competitive apparel um and whenever i say that the first question i get back is what because i didn't understand the first word which is my surname yeah um and i don't pronounce my ths properly so i have to spell <laughs> my surname and it honestly it gets quite boring spelling your name over and over <laughs> oh, so no. tell yeah. me about it Ram that's Sean. That, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah. that's why i'm frankie t and every time i book something online yeah <laughs> uh, i'm on the phone so um so yeah it's it's um for a good competitive apparel and actually the the competitive the c um i put in there after a lot of brainstorming like what do i want to call it and I really liked that word um, because I am ridiculously competitive and I wanted the brand to stand for that. Yeah. Um, and it's not just competitive with everybody else. It's, it's competitive with yourself as well. Yeah. So I loved that word and I love I love what the brand stands for. But it wasn't until like we're talking about Isaac, it wasn't until um, later on that actually we started to work with those really competitive and combative sports. 
Right, moving on to fighting mentality then, Frankie. Um, I think a lot of guys out there, you know, especially between the ages of 25 and 45, um, there's either a point where they are either struggling to get going, struggling to find their reason, struggling to find their purpose, uh, or they're at a point where, you know, they have maybe achieved some stuff, maybe done a few things and are maybe bored, bored in their line of work, bored in their businesses, bored in like their, you know, their employment, and they want to jump or take some kind of risk in order to try and fulfill that next stage. But, you know, you as a business owner, you as an entrepreneur, fighting spirit and fighting mentality is something that is very difficult to kind of grasp and, and find, isn't it? Um, for your journey and your your like entrepreneurial way, where have you sort of like tapped into that fighting spirit? Where would you say that, you know, you've you've kind of embodied like the fight, if you like? Yeah, um, I think that <clears throat> for me, that fighting spirit and that competitive attitude is um it's like my whole personality i can't help myself i'm ridiculously competitive about everything yeah and actually it's only in the last few years that i've like started to understand how annoying that can be for everybody else yeah yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Like, but you know um that's how i'm built and that's what i'm just used to so i love when i i, I thrive off people like who who doubt me yeah basically is one way so um i can remember an example when I think it had been maybe a year or 18 months into this journey of working for myself, starting this business. And obviously at this time, you know, I'm still in my childhood bedroom. Um, you know, I'm working in my pajamas in front of my laptop. It doesn't look great. Yeah. Um, and someone, you know, my family, someone close to me sort of questioned. They said like, well, is this, is this really going to work? Is this going to work? Are you working for yourself? Yeah. And, um, that's really stuck with me. Yeah. And, um i just remember sitting there think thinking yes like 100 percent goddamn guarantee is gonna work but i know that and i don't need to prove myself to anyone yeah so i just sort of sat there thinking let me stay humble on the outside and trust me i will deliver yeah and um that type of stuff really fires me up so it's the same when um it's the same like in um when I'm playing sports, if I'm playing football, I, I'm not very good unless I hate the opponents. Uh, yeah. Like <laughs> I actually like it when the defender st- steps on your toe and there's like a bit of pushing and off the wall stuff because it gets me going, fires yeah. me up. Yeah. If people are too nice to me, that's the best way to defeat me. Yeah. So um. So yeah, I can remember that specific example from the early days of of running this business. Um, and that got me extremely fired up. Yeah. Um, and I think that people that are maybe. I think about this a lot is that and it's something that we say at TCA and it, and it relates to both like business journeys and sports journeys and I really believe it is that um the journey is is the reward right it's not the thing at the end of it mm-hmm. so and I and it took and I if you told me that when I started TCA I was like 22 years old like I would have just laughed at you and I've said that's ridiculous like I know what I want I want to build a successful company and I want to be rich um and now I I know that isn't actually what I wanted um, because and then you can obviously look at people like Bill Gates and you continue to work but despite being having all the success and the money in the world yeah that's kind of like your um, extreme example of it wanting to build something great was my drive and the more barriers and the more things that I encountered that would kind of get in my way like that's what I enjoyed I enjoyed overcoming them yeah and as you're thinking about it on the way here is like that is so true because if you think about something that you're really passionate about that you want to make a success and like for example maybe it's this podcast mm-hmm. if I was to hand you a piece of paper now that said um you know like here's three steps to get uh, the world's most popular podcast and it's going to take you 24 hours to do it i don't yeah. think you would actually be happy at the end of that yeah yeah that's absolutely true i think it's the journey that yeah. actually keeps you going and that 
that's the reward really isn't it it's building things up it's scra- scraping away and um and so i think now i know that yeah um it's given me a completely different outlook on business yeah and the way and the way i run things as well yeah um so you always need a new challenge to keep motivating you yeah um yeah but i thrive off them and i love it and and you know if i get a competitor come in and i get someone challenging me or um somebody who who sort of like says you're not doing something i don't yeah. know like uh, as good as you could be or i think that you're missing out on xyz like that fires me up and keeps me going again yeah i hear that man. i don't want to get too comfortable yeah no it's it's a very interesting dynamic that not getting too comfortable because i think a lot of people do seek that comfort and then they rest easy with it, with it. but like you say it's that it's that those challenges those next those little battles that you have to constantly keep seeking uh that keep you fresh really and keep you hungry yeah and i think that it helps to to realize that when you're in the midst of one yeah because obviously you're going to get times where you're like this is impossible and like you know i hate my life yeah. i don't want to be going through this yeah but i think you know try to reframe it in your head like this is actually something you're going to look back on you might call it like type two fun where yeah. you hate it at a time but you look back on it one of the, one of the like best experiences of your life getting through it yeah i guess like another one would be you know, so when i was 22 um i hired my first employee part-time employee and she was a really great um uh, production manager for me yeah so she um had contacts where she could speak uh both mandarin and english oh my god amazing yeah and um she was willing to work for me part-time on like not much money because didn't have any um and me and her flew to china when i was 22 yeah and spent a week going around like some random places in china visiting suppliers yeah and like that's like to be honest if you just want to like um get rich quick and you want to sit at home and do everything from your comfort of your living room or whatever then you can never i don't think you can ever get there because yeah i was thinking about like you've got to put that you've got to be willing to do the things that other people don't want to do yeah and that doesn't sound great you know traveling to china you don't know what the hell's going on you're in you can't speak the language no one understands you yeah you're in you're not in like a luxury like place in beijing you're in like the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. where the suppliers are based um and you're trying to communicate with them and trying to work with them and that's because you're so passionate about like in this example finding the best fabric yeah so we're going through all these fabrics testing them and over and over again and i'm like weighing them and i'm like stretching them and i'm trying to like uh, uh test them and like run around and sweating them and that's these are like the tiny little nuts and bolts that all goes together to create something successful yeah and they don't sound glamorous or fun on the outside but i'm looking back on like that was so enjoyable for me i yeah. love that hustle and like competitiveness and and I'm um, trying to overcome those challenges. So they, those, the journey is the reward at the end of the day. Yeah. And so it does help to remember that. Yeah, that's absolutely bang on, man. Absolutely bang on. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
I saw a blog you wrote recently, right? And um, it's on the TCA website. It's about how uh, you should embrace failure. Why, su- why success can come out of failure, I think. That's what it was. Yeah, so so I think we, we read a lot about, um, which is a good thing, right? Like goal setting. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, like having your dreams and, you know, like oh, ambitions and I want to do this and I want to do that. And everybody's really ambitious these days. And yeah. ambition, you know, everybody, that's a great thing to be. And whatever it's better than the other the opposite but i think like a lot of it's hot air right and um people aren't following up on them yeah and sometimes people say it with um no intention of doing anything i think you can get quite far these days by claiming things and never doing anything yeah um and some people say these things with all the best intention of the world and still can't do them yeah so what this blog post i wrote is about how do you actually take your dreams um and turn them into goals and then how do you actually action your goals yeah. And, it's, and it's like the same and it's funny writing it because I, I was writing it with um and the examples i give in the in the blog is all about I don't know, like fitness goals or sports goals but it's all the same thing we do at work yeah so don't just tell me like my goal is to try and finish my emails by the end of the day like that's useless yeah you need to write like i will finish and put a number on it 50 emails by 4 p.m today yeah or, or whatever you have to put numbers on stuff and that, and then you keep yourself accountable so there's all tips in there like putting numbers on things don't use the word try don't be vague in your goals. Um, tell other, as many other people about them as you can. Yeah. Telling people about the goals. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if I tell you that I'm going to do something by the next time I see you, yeah. you're going to ask me about it. Yeah. And if nothing else, I'm going to feel guilty if I haven't done it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So telling other people is vital Yeah. to hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Uh, writing them down, just a simple act of writing something down is very useful. Yeah, yeah. Um, so these are all the same things that I'll do in my personal life, my business goals, yeah. for my team um, my team's goals yeah. and and fitness goals or whatever what, it doesn't matter what the context is are the same principles you can apply yeah yeah and I think like we headed the email the title of the email was you are going to fail that's right that's what it was yeah and 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 I like that because you will you literally will everybody will fail especially in January when you're setting all these grand goals I'm going to lose weight and that, that's not a goal yeah like you can lose weight by cutting your arm off can't you yeah that's not what you mean yeah what you mean is I want to lose fat that's yeah. basically what we're trying to say. Yeah. And so, okay, you're going to lose fat. Great. Well, you can lose fat by just not eating for a week. Is that healthy? No. So you have to, this is how you build a goal, right? You question everything and you get down to specifics. Writing a good goal is half the process. Yeah. It's half the battle of actually achieving it. Yeah. So you're right. I'm going to lose, um, you know, five kilos of fat by, and you set a date that's reasonable. And then you can go, okay, how am I going to do that? Well, I'm going to change eating a peanut butter bagel for breakfast. I'm going to eat something with fewer calories and fewer whatever yeah um so that's just like a simple matter of you know effective goal setting and i think like the point um i think the thing is like good advice is everywhere and it's very easy to listen to but how do you actually like penetrate someone's head and get them to actually action on it so that's why we we titled the piece you are going to fail Mm. right because you grab your attention and you think you know what he's actually right i am actually going to fail if i unless i change what i'm doing Mm -hmm. so again like that's just a sort of I guess like um, it's just for me um, business or marketing and um, everything we do really is trying to connect with people trying to understand other people mm-hmm. and then deliver what something value or is it something that's of value to them so how do you get someone's attention in the first instance I think it's much better to write you're going to fail and then explain to them how they can avoid it yeah. rather than saying here's a, here's a way to set goals just, to me that's boring yeah completely <laughs> 
So, Frankie, then, in terms of the, you know, the, the people you've come across, the men you've worked with, the guys that, you know, by the brand, the guys that you are in contact with um, in your field, it's, you know, it's you're, you, you are, you know, a you know, popular guy, you know, good looking chap, you know, you, you kind of have a lot going for you in that sense from from like, you know, Thanks. your <laughs> pleasure <laughs> um, from your um, like your experiences. What, what are the biggest issues you think? men uh in your domain or guys that you know of or or in your circle what do you think are the biggest like issues that they face Ooh, um it's a big question it's a big <laughs> question i know yeah there's so many elements now i just think that are playing into the the men's kind of psych right yeah now. yeah yeah and it's getting a lot of attention which mm, is good yeah um um i mean there's so many right i think the first thing to say is probably that men have it a lot better than women yeah so i think we should I, I don't know that's just the way I always think I'm like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like appreciate what you do have yeah but there's specific things that are going to be um, um, I think like uh, more re- much more relevant to men right so yeah we do have different I guess like there's a different type of problem that's more like to affect us um, and obviously it's like men are doing all the suicide isn't it so mm. it's definitely a problem um, I did have a think about this um there's obvious ones which I don't see on a day-to-day basis because of I'm running my own company and therefore it's in my image and I don't and I'm, and I'm aware of this type of thing and therefore it doesn't come through but like just alpha male stuff it's just like a classic thing right so yeah um in my workplace like it doesn't exist mm-hmm. um there's no kind of like guys trying to one-up each other or being more dominant than the women in the office um but I can imagine that being a massive issue um in other workplaces um because we're all friends anyway the guys in the office so there's no need to like um you know hustle for hierarchy which i yeah. guess, in, guess is basically what it is but i can 100 percent see that anywhere else um i think that one thing that's probably relevant um that i've experienced and i can see with other people is like there's been a lot of um which is a good thing like a lot of talk about like depression with men yeah which is great and it's good that everyone's talking about it and it's not like I don't feel I feel like that kind of like stigma is is, um, melted away like to a large um, percentage already and I don't think it's actually like um, as a taboo thing for guys to mention anymore but I would say that like um, other mental health issues like let's say anxiety would be one Yeah. so I think that guys are probably maybe like even being um, believing maybe they're depressed but actually it's like an anxiety that they've got Mm -hmm. and I think that that can be very common for guys um in competitive work environment or just any to be honest anything yeah. and i think that might be harder to admit if you're a guy because it makes you sound quite meek and like feeble if you like yeah and that's actually what you don't want to be as a guy mm-hmm. so so you're anxious it implies nervous um that kind of like a mental weak uh, uh weak mental state um so i would say that was probably something that's probably rearing its head a little bit more um and I've definitely um, worked with people and I know people, um, even people um, who work for me or that I've worked with who've like had like uh, severe problems with that. Yeah. Um, so I would say like that's probably an undercover issue that's affecting guys. Um, and you can get it no matter what like um, your level is at work, whether you own your own business. I think if you own your own business, mate, I'm anxious all the time. Um, yeah, I so imagine. I think like I can imagine, man. Yeah, it must be it must be stressful, and it must be 
hard on like your your mental health, I guess, in a way, because it's you know a lot of ups and downs and managing relationships, etc. Oh, it's mental. Yeah, I think like um, I was speaking to someone yesterday who also runs a business, and these guys have got um, pressures and stresses that I could never dream of because they've got they're playing with other people's money, yeah. which for me is like worse. I'd rather lose my own <laughs> like, right, right, than, than like several hundred thousand of other people. That must be, yeah, it must be So really they've difficult. got a whole other level of, of stress and pressure on their shoulders. And I, I just mentioned to him that a few years ago, I did like a thing with my staff where we did um, each of uh, each other's three biggest strengths. Mm-hmm. So actually, like I'm constantly giving feedback. That's my job, right, to the team. Like, um, this is what you're doing well and this is... Um, what you you can do better and like I don't do enough of it and probably most like managers don't do it so I know that but um, when I did this thing I gave them like what's your f- top three strengths it's like a nice thing to do and then I asked them to do mine in return and I was like wow like this feels great like someone's praising me because if you're at the top of the tree like why is anyone going to praise you your staff don't praise you completely and you have to like I don't and I, and I don't think I like need it more than any other person but after like say like eight years of running a business you're like when you hear a little praise from them you're like wow that felt amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it, it so I guess like um, I said that to my friend yesterday, and he was like, "You know what? That's so true. I don't think I've received a compliment like in a, from some someone in my business for like years." Yeah. Um, and that was eye opening basically to have that, and it made me realize, yeah, like I I've always thought like I'm impervious to the pressure and the stress, and I enjoy it, and actually I I do more than other people I think. That's people that start their own businesses like you kind of have to be, otherwise you wouldn't be doing it. Yeah you thrive off the stress like we mentioned before but over after a while it can become overwhelming and you start to you don't realize why maybe you're getting stressed and anxious and mm. all it can take is like someone to say something a little bit nice you like realize oh actually i've done all these good things why do i have to keep thinking about the bad ones yeah and i think like you know like what they say like only the paranoid survive and, and <laughs> like <laughs> to a large extent i get it because like you're constantly like trying to do better and you constantly want more and you're constantly paranoid about things not working out and that's it's like a double-edged sword right because it drives you to success but it also over time can start chipping away um and and that's i think like what causes like burnout um which i think is traditionally like associated with just like, overwork but i don't think it is i think it's, it could be a combination of overwork and actually maybe more importantly it's like the pressures of work yeah um and the stress and the anxiety so i guess that's my insight and i think that's probably happening quite a lot and um it's a, it's a compliment or it's not a compliment it's a boast to say that you're busy isn't it yeah oh, it i'm is. so busy it's like oh wow you must be so important and special because you're so busy yeah and and i kind of agree up to a point yeah. but then you've got to say like you know what i don't need to boast to m- my friends that like oh i'm so busy and i've got so many meetings you know what like over time that's not going to be the best thing for me or my business so um i've learned that i guess like in you know like uh, the last year or so <laughs> We've reached the end, Frankie. I'm really sorry, man. Uh, it's been great chatting to you. It's been lovely to learn about TCA's journey and your journey as well. Um, where can people find you online and on social media? And where can people find TCA as well? So uh, TCA's website is tca.fit. Um, and there's no .com or anything else. It's just www.tca.fit. Mm-hmm. And the Instagram is tca.fit as well. Yeah. And my personal Instagram is the urban artist. Um but I don't know if I want people to come on that too much. But anyway, if you find me, I welcome you. <laughs> <laughs> the urban artist, okay. Like yeah, that. I actually wrote that as a joke when I started my account. Yeah. And it was a parody. Um, but I've just left it now. So people there think I'm like stuck up hipster. 
Or someone who paints Picasso's <laughs> in their spare time. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's done now. Good work, mate. Much appreciated. Thank you, Frankie. Um, and you can find us, or Manzilla Online, at Manzilla Online. Uh, and um, the website will be ready at some point. Hopefully you'll be listening to this and it will be ready. Um, but yes, also, please subscribe, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Subscribe to us on the podcast platforms. And subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Subscribe to us on... Well, you can't subscribe on Instagram. You follow, don't you? Gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And it has been great having you on this journey. Frankie, thank you very much. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. No, anytime. And it's been lovely having you. Thank you very much for listening. This has been the Manzilla Podcast. Have a great day. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.